2: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow only via app about participating restaurants 18 plus rewards registration required points only on menu items delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com
3: oh it says they're already doing the preamble on the radio <laughs>
2: <laughs> right there it is that was the the sad music I was supposed to serve my as my introduction um obviously Very late notice, um, I was quite happily sitting there playing uh, Power Star Golf on my Xbox. Oh hang on, I can hear it, bollocks.
3: We are (laughs) post-Watershed. What?
2: Well, I assume we're I assume we're on that. Yeah, we are. Thoughtful. It says live nice yeah. chat here. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice absolutely. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Mikey played the music again. That was good, wasn't it? Uh, let's go back to what I was saying just a minute ago. Obviously, we're very very late notice. Um, I wasn't really expect obviously expecting to do a show today. Heard the. Rumours earlier on that um, betting markets had closed in and quite rightly a lot of people, well I say quite rightly, quite understandably a lot of people were rubbishing that at the time. But the end result seems, well it seems to have been, is that Tony Pulis is no longer the Crystal Palace manager. Uh, obviously not been announced officially by the club but been announced pretty much everywhere and, um, and Mark Ritson of the Croydon Ad has revealed that the uh, club... Have called a press conference for tomorrow, which uh, Tony Pulis is not on the list of attendees by the looks of things. So, pretty much, yeah, um, you know, the reaction obviously is, has been huge. Uh, and we thought the best thing we could do is, is get on air, get our grievances out. Um, and obviously, you can give us a call during the show. Um, we've also. Um, <laughs> Got uh, um, got Clinton Morrison lined up to come on and talk to us a little bit about it as well. So hopefully, um, just just noticed that apparently we I sound like a chipmunk on speed. Don't know what's happened there. Um, I'll let the producer sort that one out.
3: I, I no can difference explain said, that eh? one I can explain that one, Chris. It yeah. happened to me once. Um, if you're listening on the player on um, Chipmunk FM, <laughs> yeah. If you're listening on the player, yeah, we'll be Chip and Dale. Um,
2: basically you're going to say refresh the player aren't you yeah
3: because it, so yeah, refresh the player you know, yeah.
2: yeah all right listen we haven't got time to talk technical stuff um if you do want to get in touch with us today note this number down probably give us five or so minutes to get have a quick chat and then just get involved it's 0208 1234098 that is 0208 1234098 so we're looking to take your calls as well but i think first of all we'll probably uh, have a little chat amongst ourselves and have a Maybe hey, have a word with uh, with Clinton Morrison. Um, sorry, guys. Oh, in fact, that sounds like the producer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, Chris Tarrant, has been selected to uh, <laughs> answer a question. Hi,
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey Clinton. It's Chris from Homestead Radio. How are you? I'm alright. Not too bad. Um, so, yeah, we've noticed on Twitter you're live sort of reacting to the news that we're all reacting to, that Tony Pulis is gone. What's your uh, what's your initial thoughts, mate? I thought it was a
4: joke, to be fair. I, didn't, I was looking at it earlier and I thought, oh, I'm not even paying no mind to that. So the job the man's done is incredible, to be fair. I don't think, I don't even think the best manager in the world could have probably done what he's done to galvanise that squad and get them playing how they were playing last season. So, obviously, it's disappointing, but at the same time, we don't know what's happened, so he can't really speak about it. And I know how much work the chairman's done at that club, and I've got time for the chairman as well, so that's a hard one, do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, obviously the rumours are all talking about whether it's transfers or whether you know there's been some interference at board level and all that kind of stuff, but I mean, really, from, from your perspective, you've been at, at clubs, usually Palace, where the manager's changed at very, very short notice. Yeah, too often at Palace, Yeah. <laughs> What sort of a, what was sort of an effect will that have on the squad at this sort of time?
4: Well, to be fair, just ain't, ain't Palace just signed Martin Kelly today. So basically, <laughs> I think the guy must have said, oh he's gonna. He probably Pulis was a, a big coup for him to come there, and yeah. how much he's he probably enjoys like working with him." And i see his interview saying, oh, "I can't wait to start working with him and stuff." And then obviously something like that happens, so. I don't know, I find it. it's going to be hard on the players. There's about, what is it? There? There's about, what, two days to go to the season, play um, Arsenal. Yeah. It's a nice, easy game, the, you know, <laughs> at the Emirates. So it's difficult, obviously. But I think he's still contracted, contracted to a Crystal Palace. So you still, when you walk over that white line, you've got the eagle badge on you. So you still have to do what you have to do, no matter whoever's in the hot seat. But it is hard to take because most of those players, he's transformed them, he's put most of the players in, and he's made them better players. So it's difficult.
2: Yeah. I mean, quite a lot of the time when it happens, you hear a player will say, uh, you know, that's football, we're used to this sort of thing. But, I mean, it just seems like this one has really come out of the blue, doesn't it? So, that's going to be hard. uh, Yeah,
4: players say that, but it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Sometimes you say that because it's in an interview, but, no, it does hurt. It will hurt the players, 100%. It will hurt the players because there's a lot of them he's made better and he's improved them. So, it will definitely hurt. It will hurt. It will hurt every single one that signed this season and I think like they have some good players and Angelang Campbell and Martin Kelly. So obviously it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. And he's had all the good players that he had last year. But I just think you just gotta keep going with it. It is football, isn't it? It happens, but it is a hard one to take. I don't think anyone can believe it.
2: Alright, um you're, you're a man who knows your football. Who do you think can possibly come in and, and try and deal with this situation? I
4: don't think no one can do a job he's done. I don't think no one. And that's me being honest. I don't think no one can come in and do what he's done. And that's me talking like someone you can go and get the best in the world, like Jose Mourinho or Guardiola. Like I don't think they could come into Palace and do a job what he's done. He just no Tony Pulis is the man for those sort of things to get. His team and do that. It'll be difficult, but whoever comes in's got a massive job and big boost to fill because I just think he's a, he was unbelievable to take Palace where they were from last season and put him into the position that they were in. It's amazing. So I, I think it'll be a big struggle. I think it'll be it'll be hard, but I said as a group of players, you've just got to keep going and you know see where see where it takes
2: you. Last little bit for you, mate. Do you think that um, because because he did so well? And obviously, you know, he got given the the manager of the season award by the fellow, you know, by his fellow Premier League managers. And obviously, that he's he's a guy who's been in the game a long, long time. He's he's edging perhaps towards the end of his managerial career rather than the start of it. So he's going to be ambitious, ambitious, and he's going to want to move on quickly. Do you think maybe he's he ended up being too big a manager for Palace? I don't
4: know. That's what I'm saying. We all don't know what's happened. Obviously, yeah, he's come in, he's done well, and yeah, obviously, Palace are not big club like. Um, you know, some of the big clubs that are in the premiership, but I think he's turned them into, a, started to make Palace become, and people don't think Palace is a walkover anymore, and when you play at Celeste and stuff, the atmosphere with the fans and that, and like 12 men, no one wants to come to Celeste Park and play Palace, no one, and even away from them, they had a good record, and the defence, he come in and tightened up the defence, I just think, Felix and Palace just sounded a great fit, and it just fitted, that like, a lot of people at the start, didn't think it, he was the right man, but look how he came in and changed it, I, I just think it's, it's going to be tough times I think for them for a few yeah. months and, until they get the right person in and definitely I think it's going
2: to be definitely on yeah well I completely agree with everything you said mate brilliant thank you so much for joining us really appreciate no it worries. No, no worries, worries.
4: Everything works out. All right, thanks no a
2: lot worries. bye there you go the views of Clinton Morrison there and uh, yeah very to the point and very very straightforward and honest as you expect from him uh, guys reaction to what Clinton said start with you Nick if I may
3: yeah, he called him a super manager, didn't he? Um, it's who do we, it's it's who we're getting to replace him, and it's just very difficult, isn't it? If he couldn't even think of anybody, so it's going to take a couple of days to to come up with somebody. Um, he's, he's right, but he's, he did do an incredible job, mm. and uh, there's no denying that. The way the way I've been thinking about it this evening is that um, he actually he was there, he did the job he was paid to do, and kept us up last season. Mm. This is a new season. The timing, you know, could have been done a few weeks ago, but um, you know, who knows? We might get somebody like Sherwood in, they might, they might have had somebody in the background to god,
2: dude. Don't, don't say Tim Sherwood, it's the last mm. thing I wanted to hear. Um, uh, okay,
3: Jel's yeah. heard it could be Dario Gradi. <laughs>
5: Hang on. He has completely flipped this around because we had a little chat about five minutes ago, and I was the one that turned around and said Sherwood, and he said, "Fuck uh, you <laughs>
6: thief,
5: Nick." And the reason I said Sherwood is because Palace love an untried young manager, and and the thing is the way that he talks at the end is not what the, not what a Spurs board wanted to hear. Um, uh, our board are a little bit more relaxed than uh, than Levy and Co. Um, and I think he'd be almost perfect. He's got Premier League experience. He's got he's got uh, he's got experience of managing players of an attitude, um, and also players that are coming through from the you know the younger players at Spurs.
7: Yeah, I, think I mean,
5: be I, ideal. I really think. It became a bit of a
2: figure of fun at the end of Spurs, I think. Um, but I mean, we're, we're, I think what we'll do is we'll, we will come back to potential managers, but it's it's a bit too raw at the moment to be thinking too much about that. And I think a lot of people probably still want to talk about the why and their reaction to it. So uh, the, the lines are open. You can call us now. It's oh two oh eight one two three four zero nine eight. And while I'm uh, while we're waiting for that, we'll just have a little. Yeah, go
3: sorry. Um, I'm in the chat room, wholeradio.net/chat, um, and Dweeb has pointed that you've got to um, ask three managers in less than 24 months. You know why? Why? Why they're going? And there's only one common theme. I'm just wondering what you thought about that.
2: Um, I, I I saw that comment earlier on, and uh, and and you know a fair few people have made it is say look at the, the low, you know, the lowest common denominator in the in the situation. My argument would be that's the same for every single club. <laughs> the manager is always dismissed by a chairman or, or, well, or I suppose you've got resignations as well, but basically, you know, it, it's just how it is. It's just...
5: <laughs> Man, United have had, Man United have had three managers in, in nine yeah. months. So I, yeah. I don't really Look,
2: care. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, avoid the topic of talking about, about Steve Parrish and what he may have may or may not have done, but it is ultimately speculation. But clearly, clearly he has... Uh, had an issue with Tony Pulis, um, and I think it's fair to say that there was a situation with Dougie that had to be resolved because of you know the because Bolton came in, but clearly there was a, there was an issue there as well. And uh, Holloway, you know Holloway can say that um, you know that, that that there were issues between him and, and Steve if he wants, but ultimately Holloway left because results and performances were absolutely appalling so I'm, I'm not going to get sort of dragged into just saying that there's that um, common factor um just yeah bear me call. um so I, I yeah that that's my my reaction to that I, I think it's very very easy to look at that situation in isolation and say you know clearly clearly that's Steve upsetting three managers but I, I don't think that that's the case i think each is an individual case and a, a manager can leave a club for Many reasons, but um, quite a lot of the speculation has has come from some fairly. Uh, or actually, before I go further, Patrick, go on. You wanted to chip in there.
8: Yeah, thanks, Chris. Um, it's interesting to talk about the three managers in 24 months. I mean, uh, I was talking to my son about it today, and I'd like to kind of revisit the the Dougie situation because I'm a little concerned. And again, I'm a, I'm I've got no problem with what Parrish has done and will do. I'm a little concerned that this seems to be a lot very similar to what happened with Dougie. And I was not happy when Dougie last. Um, I'm going to be honest with you on that one. But I am a little concerned that these two situations, besides the fact, obviously, Bolton came in for, for Dougie. Prior to that, there seemed to be a lot of speculation there about the way things are going on in the background. And then all of mm-hmm. a sudden, Dougie looking to leave. And again here, I just, I just never got the feeling that Pewds was happy, by the way, just I don't know, another, another thought. At the end of the season last year, I remember there was a lot of speculation towards the end of the season about he might be leaving, and he, he he said the right things at the press conferences about you know me and the chairman on the right on the right page, and we're doing things in the background to, to build the club, and and then for this to happen today tells me this this has been going on for a lot longer than just this transfer window, and it concerns me you know that this is
3: coming up again, and yeah, wasn't sorted out earlier then, so get so it why did I leave at this late you
2: can Patrick? Mike you're going to need to talk into your microphone otherwise we can't hear you. Um we've, oh, actually, got, do... uh, we've actually got we've okay. got you got on line before we go any okay. further. Than that. Uh, Alex hello Alex. Can you hear me? Ooh. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. How you doing? I'm very good. Very good. Thanks. Uh, when you wanted to well, let's just get straight into it. What's your reaction?
6: Um yeah, no, I'm a, I'm shocked as everyone else. Uh, but um you know, it's it's, it's unfortunate, especially you know, after you know, a lot's been said about uh, how much you know, a spent at Stoke, and I think people have put two and two together, expecting the same situation here. But like, if you look at sort of players he's been linked with, um, I don't think you can sort of do that in this situation. So you know, if you look at he's been linked with Cork, I think it was rumoured to uh, be looking at uh, Wickham as well for eight million roughly. Um, but it's not, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's within sort of Parish's nature, like as a Palace fan, to be wanting, you know, a manager like uh, Pulis or, or whoever that may be, to just be slashing out the cash like we did, you know, under like past past regimes. And he, him, especially being as a Palace fan as well, you know, he, he knows, like, he just knows that, you know, the, the bad history... You know this, you know club. Then you know the bad financial like past we've had, and so like I think he's, I don't know. It's 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 a difficult decision, but out of the two, I probably would back Parish. Um, yeah. I think because just Parish just knows as a Palace fan, and he just knows he just doesn't want to be in that position again. And it's 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 a difficult one because we don't know all the facts
2: yet. But no, there again like, like I said before, there's a lot of speculation. If I take you back, Alex, to a point that uh, Steve said on the show on Sunday, he was talking about the fact that. Uh, we would missed out on a couple of players and he was very disappointed And he talked about having to learn lessons from that um, but he also talked about the fact that there was money to spend um, I'm I, you know I'm starting to wonder when you look at what's happened now um, if that points to perhaps it, it's not necessarily about transfer fees maybe it's actually about who we're targeting maybe it's about the ability to get the deal done within a certain time frame or, or do, do you think that maybe points to well, if that was the case, you know, let's call it, call it what it is, and it's speculation, it's my speculation, uh, let's call it what it is, would that change your mind about, about who where you feel the responsibility is?
6: Uh, sort of. If you look at last rat's window, most of our deals were done in the, the last hour, if you think about it. I think we had Ince and um, I think, uh, well, probably there was another deal at last minute as well. But, uh, Ledley. Ledley, yes, yeah, at last minute. And, you know, we are in sort of the same position Again, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. If you look at our business so far, I think Kelly's a really good signing, a one and a half million. We've got Fraser Campbell, who you know I think did really well last season. Um, you know, scored nine, nine, ten goals. If we get that this season, you know, that could be the icing and the cake and sort of could keep us up. So it's not the end of the world. I just think that I think Paris is playing it well. Like you know, he's taking his time. He's waiting for the right moves. Sigurdsson probably was just out of our price range. Corker probably out of our price range. You know, like ten million pounds they're quoting for Corker, which is we've never spent
2: that. Well, that we we, we did bid the, the ten million for Sigur, Um What I what I worry, I think, is is more concerning is that uh, Steve mentioned um, one of the clubs paid more money to agents and um, and that the other, um, you know, that they just missed out on and needed to learn a lesson. I think, you know, again, you don't want to read too much into it, do you? Uh, I, I know that when we were just talking, I think Nick wanted to jump in. Nick, was that you who wanted to jump in? Nick? Nick's gone all quiet on us. It doesn't
3: really help, is it? Mr Moody. There you Thanks are. One. What's his role in all of this and all the transfers? Because if, if Parish is stepping in, which is one of the rumours, I'm not saying that's happening, but, you know, just going kind of what's been said, um, what what role is Moody in all this? You know, how much of a say is he in how, doing the transfers? And surely if... If he is there to deal with the transfers, then that enables the board to take a step back because they've actually employed somebody and entrusted somebody to do that.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, well, again, speculating, but there's been a lot of it on Twitter. There's a lot of what people are talking about. You've got a situation where either maybe, you know, Ian Moody's got different targets to Tony Pulis. That That's a possibility, but you'd hope they were working together. But what is it? Ian Moody was in place before Tony Pulis. And it was a, you know, a very, very quick uh, appointment. We do have another caller on the line. I'm going to accept it. Um, just finish my point. So, so, you know, obviously you could argue that Moody is, um, uh, you know, res- in, in at least partly responsible, but you just don't know. You don't know how the inner workings were there. But I would be worried that Tony Pulis is perhaps not the right manager to be working with someone like Ian Moody. That might have been where, where some of the tension was. Uh, anyway, we do have a caller. Hi, who's that? hello
7: <laughs>
2: we can hear like a pub in the background well we were called by someone who's possibly at the pub which I wish i was at
3: yeah um <laughs> that was actually uh, that was actually the sound of the chat room wholeradio.net slash chat
2: oh he's, he's <laughs> smooth is nick if only you nice. remember to talk directly into a microphone at all times it'd be brilliant um yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so back, sorry, back to you, Alex. So what do you think of Nick's point about Ian Moody? Well, I, I don't know how much influence he's
6: had on the transfers. To be honest, if you look at um, the January signings, you know, there's there's all this about his calibre, like picking up players from France and Germany, and him being multilingual and all that. But if you look at our signings, it hasn't that hasn't really reflected. That hasn't really been reflected, has it? Apart from maybe Compania, I guess he's probably something from left field. Um, but how, what do we know? Like you know, I think we had a really good transfer window in January, and I think that's what sort of kept us up. If you look at some of the players you brought in, um, you know, I, d- I don't think we would have stayed up without without maybe that boost from from the players you got in January. Um, and this transfer window, I was expecting for a few gems because I don't think there's been a lot of value at the moment, um, you know, in the, in top two divisions in England. So you know, we've been linked with a few players, but nothing. When positive. you when you say gems, what do you mean gems? Well, I, I don't know, like players that are probably not not as inflated as sort of you get, like maybe an English player here. They're that's
5: all probably, inflated, every
6: single player. If you look at Wickham, right? Wickham's £8 million, we've been quoted at. But like,
5: yeah, get, he's going to want 70000 quid a week, isn't he? Possibly, I mean, that's that's the speculation.
2: I don't want to get too far sort of drawn away from the point. I think it's an interesting point you make about transfers, Alex, but everything you say... Um, I don't I th- I think w- when you're saying that w- you know we did the right thing by waiting and trying to get value to me that I don't that doesn't strike me as something that Tony Pulis would have a problem with anyway you know I don't think he ever had a problem signing players late at Stoke uh, obviously you would prefer to get players in so I, if anything I think that the fact that we can make sense out of our approach to the transfer window I think that possibly points to their there being another problem, um, and, and that's where I'm going to kick off. I'm going to let you go, Alex, um, so get other callers on, but really appreciate your time, mate. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, keep, pal- yeah, <laughs> keep speaking. <your> <laughs> cheers, yeah, keep speaking.
5: to Cheers, Al. Cheers, mate.
3: Cheers.
2: See ya. So, go on, Joe. You want to go straight off?
5: Go right, you're saying that there's something beyond in, in the background. I've got no, a feeling cool. there's a... Uh, I, I don't think he fancies Gale, and I think our ball do. Which is why they sanctioned the buy in the first place for our club record. Um, I, don't, I don't think he fancies Zaha, but I think the ball do. Um, I just think they are miles apart. But listen, yeah, ultimately people can have um and there's there's, there's people saying that they're going to give their tickets up for Arsenal when they, someone wants to give their season tickets back already. <laughs> do what you want. Do what you want. Seriously, we only want people. That are, we want what's best for the club. And the thing is, three years ago, four years ago. These guys were doing what was the what was the best for the club. Last season was the, they were doing the same. The season before when we went up, they've always done the best for the club. Just them get on with it. If it don't work, it don't work. But ultimately, it's their money. They, they're the ones that come up with the nuts and and put the the, the multi multi millions of their own cash in. And we could have gone. We could have gone down. We could have gone down. We could have. We still could have um, gone gone down and gone out of business. And it's still they're the ones that would have lost out.
2: Yeah, um, so I, do you know what Joe? I, I do completely concur with that point. And it was the was, point I was trying to make earlier. talking to talking to a friend. It was, you know, people are allowed to make mistakes. You know, people, if, even if if this is the result of a an error, well, people are allowed to make that error. It's their right exactly. to do that. Anyway, we do have a caller on the line. Hello, hi there. Hi, who's that? My name's John Delami Hello, John. Hi. Um,
9: I'm. I of at 5 o'clock I saw on Facebook um, Pulis was uh, in crisis talks and I didn't believe it and and, and I'm still struggling to believe it actually Um, obviously we don't know why he's gone I think uh, your colleague made some good points just then about maybe a difference of uh, you know opinion about what players might do the business for us uh, clearly, um, Parish wanted Wolfe back at the club, and uh, I don't think Pulis was too keen. Um, maybe true what your colleague said about Gale as well. Yeah. Um, I, I'm still rather in shock. Is it? I can.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I feel the same. I mean, obviously, I have to try and get myself over excited for this show, but um I, I actually just want to sit and you know sit in the dark and try and wonder what the hell's going on today but um mm. no seriously i i i do i do share your shock and obviously i'm quite happy earlier on to to write it off as you know as, as absolute rubbish and people putting two and two together and a betting market you know moving saying something's mm. more likely doesn't 70 minutes going to happen but um have you got any idea where we go from here have you had time to adjust for that
9: well there's been, quite funny there's been um somebody tweeted to say what, what is it about Arsenal and Keith Millen managing us <laughs> but um, I think uh, Keith Millen conducted himself with dignity but I think he was the first to admit it, it wasn't a job he was ready to take on um, the, club, the club will come through this um, we'll, know, we'll, we'll know a bit more if people are prepared to be honest tomorrow at press conferences um, we need to find a new manager really
2: yeah, it is uh, true, and,
9: um, and and that has to be priority. The good thing is um, Millen did a did did a did a pretty good job stabilised the ship last um, last season. So um, a number of the players would be comfortable with him. But yeah, we do we do need to find somebody because um, Hopkins looking to curl it I put put a good tweet out earlier saying you know the club had, had gained respect mobility. Uh, Etc. And now it's become um, the opposite, really. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, so, we, we
9: we were all sort of, I think, with a little bit of trepidation about the first fixed year. Yeah. But but we were generally, you know, optimistic about the season.
3: Yeah,
2: No, I, I appeared on an Arsenal podcast last night We recorded last night And I yeah. gave them, uh, an extensive preview Of um, of what was going to happen And how Tony Pulis would set up And what we were mm. going to be doing for the season And obviously that's all, all out the window it's, it's very hard to take, exactly like you say uh, We're going to yeah. let you go, John Because we've got a few more people getting in touch we really appreciate yeah. your Thanks. call Cheers,
9: Thanks,
2: John for the call, cheers, bye-bye Thank nice one uh, Okay, I, there we go, got another caller on the line Hi there Hello Hi, who's that? Hi, it's Jared. Hello, Jared. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, good. Thanks. Um, just, just wanted to say, I mean, there, I think there's a few reasons why this could have happened, but I mean, all, all of them, I think, in terms of Palace fans and the media, are going to reflect badly on Parish. I mean, the first scenario, which has been reported, is that he went because he wanted Zahar. Parish wanted Zahar, and police didn't want him. If, if that's the main reason why he's left, then I think that's probably the worst. In terms of pa- in terms of parish,
7: because
0: mm. to be honest, he's he, he lost he's he lost my respect for doing that for interfering too much. Because don't forget, parish is a football man. He's got he's got four years of experience in football, whereas police has got uh, probably over twenty. So, I mean, if, if that's the main reason he's gone, then then it's stupid and it reflects yeah, badly on parish. It's it's it, a, the a, second a,
2: reason is that it's just idea?
3: well. It's sorry, can I interject there? Why is everybody what? saying parish? There's a there's a board of four.
2: Um, exactly. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I do think, um, yeah, of of course, yeah, that is that is a very valid point that there are four, but and and all major decisions are made between them. But but I mean they've all been pretty honest and said that Steve's Steve's a friend front, so it's understandable. But uh, go on, Jared. I'll let you continue with, with your second point, and then we'll we'll move on.
0: No, I will answer that point about the four of them. I mean, Steve Browett usually uh, answers questions on the BBS, and he said basically that Parish is. Is the sort of, well, Browett also does get involved, but him and Parrish are the two main guys sort of in the board. Martin Long and Jeremy Hoskin are sort of more silent directors sort of on the outside looking in. But, um, I mean, the second scenario is that he's gone because of a lack of transfer funds, which that's a little bit more understandable on Parrish's part because if, if Poulos is asking for silly money that we haven't got, then then you can I mean, I'm still a little bit disappointed because I do trust Police. I don't think he'd, he'd have took us down, but I, I can understand it. I can understand Paris being concerned, especially after two times being in big trouble, almost losing the club a third time, we probably wouldn't get out of it, so.
2: Yeah, I think that's a fair point. You, you've picked on a, on a good quote there, Jared. He, he did, that is exactly his approach to managing Paris. Oh, that's your players. own point. But, but yeah, you did, you did you <laughs> you effectively did. But I, I do think that's a good point to, to, to sort of move on from. Uh, thank you so much for your call, Jared. Thank uh, you, bye. Move on. Cheers, take care. Thanks, bye. Uh, I want to pick up on a couple of things I just noticed. Um, Gary Tappouse on Twitter, he's a, you might know he's a Sky commentator. has just pointed out that Breda Hangland will now be working with his fifth manager in 10 months. <laughs> good God. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite disturbing. Isn't it? Poor guy. He's uh, a I'm, jinx, that guy. And yeah, is, yeah, I
3: reckon it's us. <laughs> ever since, <laughs> since Homestale Radio started, we've just lurched from crisis to crisis. Hey, just hey, you say that.
2: Shows. You say that, but we've been we've been on an upward trajectory. So I'm taking the credit for that as well. That I'm going to take it <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, we do have another caller. Hi, right, who's that? Hey, how's it going? I'm all right. Who, are we speaking? who, am, I, ugh, who am I speaking to?
10: Yeah, uh, this is Lawrence. I'm calling from Belgium. Hi, Warren. How you doing? I'm doing well, yeah. Um, had a couple questions? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, uh, first, well, it's more of a comment. Um, a couple things really, really uh, bothered me, and I just tuned in because maybe you guys have already, already touched on this earlier, but today I was at work, and uh, I get online, I get on still Online, and I noticed that the bookies have suspended betting, on Palace getting or a uh, Pulis getting sacked. What time, what time
5: was that? What time was that, Lawrence?
10: I wanna say it was around four o'clock. It could have been earlier when, when it when uh it was posted, but I read it around four o'clock. Okay. Which means somebody knew that this was going on before it happened. So odds went down to like three to two police was gonna be sacked and then I think it went down to uh or a little up to three to one. Um, Hmm. and I was, of course, blindsided by this, like I'm sure everybody else was.
2: Yeah, definitely. So
10: my question to you is, who at Palace was uh, letting the bookies know that these conversations were going on, or what source was leaking this to the media? Uh, And I'll I'll let you guys comment on that.
2: Well, early on, I I noticed a couple of... um the more sort of knowledgeable people on Twitter were saying that it's actually quite a well-known tactic of Tony Bulis to leak such information to the press so he can put pressure on the a board to get what he wants. Apparently he did it quite a lot of stoke. So a lot of people were saying that that's what it was. Um, and apparently the bets came in from the south coast and most people will know that Tony bullis is, you know, based on, in, you know, in the south coast of the country. So that was the suggestion that it came from him. And um, I don't know, I can't imagine that any real decision was made uh, until right. until today, do you know what I mean? It's, but I, I just don't know. Um, I think Nick's got a view as well, go on.
3: What I find yeah, amazing is... Hiya, how are you doing, Lawrence? Cheers for calling. I'm, I'm great, um, man. Um, well, are you really? Or are you really gutted? Truth well, I, I'm
10: really, really disappointed. Um, I, I can't... I mean, I'm in shock like you guys. But yeah. just sad, you know, because I, I thought this was really our chance to go from,
3: you know, relegation is. yo-yos. It still is. The, the man saved us last season. There's no denying he was the man for the job. Now we move on. We, you never know what you never know what's going to happen. Uh, when I when I saw the the betting thing on the homes this morning, yeah, I I've, being on school holidays, I've been able to. to on my phone all day and and twitter it just got worse and worse and it was like hysteria towards the end and i was just wondering how much of that actually led to what happened in the end
10: well i I agree with you i mean um how much i mean if and and what does that say about Poulos? if he was indeed
5: you know leaking information to the bookies that's disappointing
3: yeah, yeah, that's a big if. Though it's only It, 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 won't, um, be, it, won't, be,
5: it won't be direct to a book, is it? because because that's illegal. But but what he would do is if he's got media people involved, they would just leak it, and then someone will someone will tell someone will tell someone. Just be the sort of power of. That's and everyone it. will find out down the line. But you can't... Yeah, so we, we need to say that he definitely wouldn't have leaked it to a bookie. No, no, But that's just the way that football is. It, it works on a rumour. Someone will say something to someone. You know, we, we have our little sources that, that help us and... It's and you cut and you can't say where they come from, but you just know, you just know stuff goes on. But if, if this bet was placed this morning or early this afternoon, then you can sure as hell know that that this is something that's been in the pipeline for. This hasn't just been in the pipeline for a day or two. This this has been going on for a long time. And I'm sure that I've, I remember that I didn't didn't that was, there was something between Parrish and Pulis about a two year deal when someone only wanted a one year deal. Did did. But, uh, Pulis want two years, and Parish wanted to give him one, or was it uh, right uh, the other way round? I, I don't know which way around it was, but the, I mean they both admit they
2: both gone on record as saying that they were at odds when when they first when he first joined the club, and you know, yeah, it it's a like, it's, it's, it.
10: like we, it's like it's like Palace always had to convince Tony that that he had to stay, and like if you guys remember the the January transfer window, I mean there were rumors coming out that he was he was wanting to leave then.
5: Yeah, but the thing so, is, all Pulis, Pulis now is going to have the, he's going to have the thing. He's like the Red Adair of football. He's going to come in, save you, move on. He's just going to fight fires, and that's perfect for us. You know, we've got the second syndrome system. Uh, in is, season. We and, and we knew, we knew he wasn't going to stay forever. Exactly. I mean, we
10: were thinking exactly. two, three years at the most. And I, hey, I'll say, I'll say one more comment, and then I'll leave, gentlemen. Um, here's what I think happened. I don't know if it's already been touched on before because I just logged in. But I truly believe that, that uh, Mr. Parrish would not uh, overpay for people that Tony wanted, and I truly believe that Mr. Parrish was wanting to overpay for people that Tony did not want. So um, I think that's really what ultimately ended this uh, you know, great okay. relationship or a workable
5: relationship. Lawrence, I don't think that we that we would overpay for anybody. That I don't think just don't think that's the club style. I mean we've been through two well, administrations right. and I think a parish he, he would not let that happen. And uh, you know, he, the common yeah, the common yeah, uh, yeah, but the thing is if he's on if he wants 30, he's only on 30 35 grand at Man United. He'll get that at our club if he comes back. That's not a lot of money. Really? No, good point. Good point. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll let you go
2: because obviously, plus you are calling from Belgium, which is probably costing you a fortune as well. So. <laughs> hey, hey, uh,
10: <laughs> thanks, too, gentlemen. i listen each week. Have a good no one. No worries. Bye. Enjoy. Cheers, Lawrence. Lawrence. Thank,
2: Thank you. you. Uh, Patrick, I know you wanted to speak there. Uh, you, you can still, even though we've had to lose uh, lose Lawrence, we'll still obviously talk to you uh, about a point you wanted to make. But very quickly, um,
8: I'm not a conspiracy theorist person necessarily, but I am very concerned about that bet, you know, the gambling only because we have a, we have a phrase in England, uh, over here about chicken or the egg, which came first. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm concerned that you know uh, was it leaked so that he can get himself fired, or was he fired because it was leaked? Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, or, we can get he got yeah. fired. So we, you know, and that really concerns me because, like I said, I don't. I, I'm really worried about the the relationship that that he and Peruless and Parish actually had because to me it didn't ever seem to be. That great because you guys made a great point about the one year or the two year deal and whenever they spoke about stuff, it seemed like he was happy. But yeah, I mean, was he really happy? And that really bothers me because, like I said, he's done a great job and I'm very, very grateful for what he's done for us. I mean, he saved the you know saved us from relegation, and everything. But the, the man was here for five months, mm. playing time. Is it from you know whatever six, seven months? I mean, he wasn't here that long, and it bothers me. And I understand where practice comes from. I just sort of thing you guys saw about, um, Pudis's spending you know, as Stokesy The guy likes to spend yeah. money. And there was no the way Paris were going to let him spend the kind of money
5: he spent at Stoke. So I understand... The Yes. Uh, some, we've just talked this. We've got a little chat that we can see, and I'll just read what someone's just putting there. Right. It says, I "Can see why the Palace board were keeping a financial leash on him. At Stoke, only City and Chelsea had a higher net spend than Poulos over the period of about five years. Their wages as a proportion of their turnover went from fifty-six percent in two thousand and eight to nine to ninety percent in two thousand and thirteen, and they posted a thirty-one million pound loss in his final year, way. which was, is why." Yeah. After someone who's kept them in the Premier League for eight years got the Spanish, it must be. There's no way we're going to let that happen here. There's no No way way in a million years we couldn't afford that. Exactly, exactly. And and, Um. and, and, and if that is right, if there's any truth, and we we, it's all pure speculation, and we're all you know highly emotional about it, but I, I completely and utterly back Parish if. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
5: If there's any truth in... You know, we can all start putting two two uh, and coming up with four. But, uh, or coming up with five, even. But, right, you know, exactly. uh, If... Just, if if it's right, we, you know he's done the right thing. Just to make a, a point on that, guys, you, obviously you,
2: you can you can see on Twitter and on, and on the message boards all the different things that people have, have come up with to explain this, and there's a degree of conspiracies. You can go as far as uh, the fact that you know West Ham are reported to be looking for a manager yeah, in the very I near future. Too. So, what, yep. what if what and if Russell. they what if they had a little word to to someone like Tony Pierce? It'd be ideal for them, wouldn't he? Basement for Sam Sam Allardyce. What if we had a little word with them? Uh, anyway, look, we do have a we do have a caller, so let's go straight to that. Hi there. Uh, who am I speaking to? Oh, it's John. Hello, John. You're right. Uh, well, yeah, as far as you can be, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. And uh, so, yeah, let's let's hear what you've got to say, Gorm.
11: I don't know, uh, there's a lot to take in this. It? It's been a complete melee of just words and. Tweets and news stories from accounts you'd normally think were pretty um, flimsy.
7: Yeah.
11: Some local newspapers that you'd normally know better than to trust. And, yeah,
2: uh, came true today, didn't start, it?
11: And then you kind of get a few people saying, well, there must be something in it, and you think, no. And then each hour, it seemed to kind of grow and grow. And I honestly think for Palace, this is probably unprecedented far as a kind of story growing in space of 12 hours and go from what was such promise and to have that season ahead of us to really go into new territory and then to feel like if we don't get the right person now the fans and the players cannot completely lose faith in the chairman because from what i'm aware the players really kind of respect tony and why wouldn't they
2: well, exactly. Um, then it, if they
11: lose the faith with Steve, who's got to pick the new boss, how's the new guy going to come in and kind of... If we don't stay up this year. I just worry that then it's back to where we were. <laughs> so what was all... You know... Yeah, but what, look was how far he, what was But it might be the changes that we we're making around the ground and everything if we weren't going to buy in on the pitch as well? But I don't know. Like, you know, there's so much trouble with all this. There's no point in anybody going... Crazy with conjecture about what they think Steve yeah. Parrish didn't do until we know about it. So I'm not going to criticize him, but you know, I feel desperately kind of like at a loss with the whole thing. You know, yeah I, I can
2: compl- yeah I totally agree uh, but is it, you, you do want to you do want more information before you you, you know you want to completely react and a lot of people are, are really going off uh, particularly at Stephen apparently on Twitter as people going off at his family and things like that and you don't, re- you don't you don't want to see that at all That's, it's pathetic you you can't cope with the emotions as a supporting a football team probably find something else to do with yourselves but I, I do think that there's a point to be made here I, I you know i you cannot blanketly def- you cannot blanket defense a situation that keeps going wrong uh, We've made an awful lot of progress But I think everyone Everyone thinks that this is going to be something We're going to find it very very hard To come back from this aren't we um, I think you're right
11: Hambo Honestly I think this is I think this is um, not just you I don't. I think this goes beyond what happened with Doggy. I think this is um, Played out on a much bigger scale In front of a lot more people uh, With uh, a group of players That have kind of really kind of been reborn under Tony and we know that I mean I I tell you for example and you know this is a fan run show and we don't want to kind of give kudos to other media outlets but I read Mark Robertson's preview of the Arsenal game and you know what no player was mentioned once but you know whose name was mentioned in the preview (laughs) maybe about three or four times was Tony's name yeah, because he was our secret weapon He he was our bloody star player
2: yeah, you know, he was.
11: without him, these guys were just, you know, all right. They were good, good players, and like I, I think you know, people like Millet, we kind of have faith. I think he could really help the team at this point. But without Tony, you just think, mm, maybe not.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe no, I, really I completely agree. Him. That and it's definitely a point I'm going to come back to before we, uh, before we end the show. That um, so but I'm gonna gonna leave it there for now, John. Really appreciate your call. Um, hey, get, come on, chin, I
11: make Saturday special. We've got a show on why you know we're the people that matter and yeah, that's what you know how
2: cheers goes, cheers
5: john cheers good, good you
2: job. Easy, mate. Thank cheers. You, bye. bye now bye so yeah i mean i, I think john's summing up kind of how we're all feeling brilliantly there it's it, you know it, and it was it was this snowball this this time around wasn't it it just gathered and gathered and gathered i remember getting a you know te- a message from you earlier on Joe saying you know well just finish work what's going on kind of thing um and you know i i told you that things weren't great and got, certain people told me that i was talking rubbish and didn't know anything and all this sort of stuff and there was a lot of a lot of anger and angst going around before anything was even confirmed wasn't there and i say we talked about it there and apparently there's an awful lot of anger <laughs> and, and angst still going on out there and being trying to be directed at someone and is it natural, Joe, that people want someone to blame? Or should we all be kind of getting over that sort of attitude
5: these days? No. Do you, do you, remember, do you remember when uh, I said to Steve, uh, to Steve Parrish, you know, how do you feel about the abuse you're getting after, after Dougie? You know, he's, he's, he's just a, he's the face for the four of them. So he's just going to take all the flack, and his family are going to take the flack. I mean, that is just outrageous. And it's almost, it borders cowardice. Going after his daughters on Twitter and stuff like that—it's just just ridiculous—and they should be brought to account. Especially if they found season ticket holders, etc., find out who they are and bin because we don't need that kind of rubbish at our club. Um, but but the, but the thing is, and, and you never find out the hundred percent truth. You you never will do no. because sometimes there are things that are better. You know what what uh, what goes on at the club stays inside the club.
2: Um, it it should do and I think in in some ways and fans have criticised this and sometimes we are maybe a little bit too open uh, as a club but I think that's got us quite a long way I think it's a real shame to see the the togetherness we we had sort of being compromised now by this situation but you kind of hope when that raw emotion dies down that we once again we'll do what Palace do and and pull together exactly Um, it's Samara's chip paper mate that's all it is but, I mean, uh-huh. one, one thing I do want to talk about. Uh, we do have a caller actually, if, if he's still there. Yep, yeah, we do. Hello, Chris is here. Uh, well, why am I saying Chris is here? What's that, <laughs> what's that mean? I got confused. <laughs> I thought I was like. Caller, uh, what's, what's your name? No, that's going to be clipped. That's going to be clipped. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> it's an appalling way to start. Hello, Chris, is it? Anyway, um, sorry. Hi, caller. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> good. Who's, yeah. What's your name? Andy Gray. Hello, Andy. How are you? Yeah, the Andy Gray. The Andy Gray. <laughs> the Andy Gray. Yeah. <laughs> um. What, like the one that played for Palace? Yeah, the one who did play for Palace. All right. Okay. What have you got to say, Andy?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that could have been a Matt Bianco moment.
5: Yeah, <laughs> 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 you're all a bunch of wankers. <laughs> <laughs> that went well do you know what I'm not being funny but that actually I I think that was him he seemed uh, he seemed a little reluctant to go any further than telling us who he was yeah no he's he's um, he's, 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 he's his character but after, I actually think that was him alright never, never mind
2: maybe talk to him another day
5: yeah but uh, yeah when he's a bit more awake hello
2: <laughs> right let's find out uh, hello guy. hello right.
5: hello who's that yeah it's Andy again
2: you oh hello Andy, Andy. sorry mate <laughs> how you doing <laughs> um yeah so uh yeah you go you go ahead mate what you got what you gotta say for us yeah I'm
1: just really surprised that um they let pulis go today and um it's just gonna be hard work from now
2: um I mean do you, who who, the, who can come in you got any ideas at all about what where we can go next
1: no, because it's just, just going to be the same recycled managers. I mean, he was lucky to get Pulis um, at the time, and um, the timing was right. But now, if they bring Malky Mackay in, I think it's a bad move.
2: Is that, uh, that someone you think could quite conceivably come in, what with working with Moody before?
1: Yeah, but what, what did they actually do?
2: Yeah, that's a fair point. Obviously, got Cardiff up, but an awful lot of money to get there, so maybe not the right situation to be walking into. Um, so again, I mean, what, what do you think about the players though? How the pl- I mean, we talked to Clinton Morrison earlier on about about the effects on the players. Um, is it any way it can galvanise, or is it is it only going to do them harm? Well,
1: no. Well, that's that's an excuse, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Tony sets the team up. Um, obviously, I don't know how much coaching he done at Palace, but obviously they got Keith Millen. Um, I don't know if Kemp is staying, um, but at the end of the day, the players have got to play, it may. So if the manager does change, it doesn't stop you from giving hundred percent, does it?
5: Well, Kemp's gone. I thought that was. I thought that was one of the things that I heard. No, well,
2: he was he was down to be on the um, press conference. I thought, but yeah. I, d- I don't know, again, it, you, it's so few details out. It's just such a shock, isn't it? it just You don't really know where to go from here. Um, Andy, we'll we have to uh, talk to you another time, mate, a little bit about your time at Palace. If we can. Yeah, definitely, any time. Yeah. Um, any sort of final words for the, the the Palace fans? What do you think we've got to do from here? Palace will live on, regardless. It will live on.
3: Hurrah. Absolutely. Yeah, it wouldn't be Palace if this didn't happen, would it? Really?
2: <laughs> Absolutely not. Andy, no you're an absolute legend, mate. Thanks for calling. No problem. Take care. Cheers, Cheers mate. Andy. Bye now. Bye. Oh, well, wow. what a lovely surprise. <laughs> good man, really good man. Um, it's yeah. I, I sort of on the point of fans. I wanted to come back to really. Uh, John, John, when he called up earlier, was saying um, was saying that uh, he he basically, you know, he was reading a preview and no players were mentioned. The key man was almost Tony Pulis. And I've seen similar previews. And literally, I think key man was Palace's supporters. So, you know, that, that's what we're viewed as. We're viewed as a club that had a great, you know, the, the perfect manager and a great set of supporters that made us achieve these wonderful things. Um, and we've lost one of those things today. And, you know, that's a really, really hard thing to take. But it's no need to. There's no need to lose the other one, you know. Because then you just, you know, you're you're making, you're taking a bad situation and making it much much worse. You know, we've got to pull together, get behind the club, and get behind whoever comes in. Really, because we've got, got no real choice. Otherwise, we just um, want to progress. Cool.
3: Something in the chat room. Uh, a bit of positivity, because we like to be positive <laughs> on these shows. Um, Bald Eagle 88. Freeman left. We went up holloway left we stayed up police goes palace get europe well this whole A thing got in, uh whole net slash chat
2: love it that, that whole thing the whole thing got me thinking earlier on about this is typical palace and and how we wanted to uh wanted to actually change what typical palace meant and so maybe that's it. Maybe typical Palace would be responding to adversity by by winning the league or whatever, or getting into Europe. It's oh dude, it's just it's the timing is the thing I want to come back to. The timing is just so so wrong. It doesn't make any sense to to think that,
5: that which is why which is why it was so bad behind the scenes that, it, that it's happened. Otherwise, it wouldn't have, would it? It might have been two or three weeks into the season. It was obviously something such a catastrophic breakdown between you know, behind the club, behind the scenes, for him to go before the season starts, two days before the season starts. You know, if it's, if it's, if it's irrevocable, then, then you know, what can you do? You've got to do what you've got to do, isn't you? So,
2: yeah. Uh, Patrick? Yeah,
8: that's a great point there by gel I wanted to pick up on. Thanks, this fine. has been going on for a very long time because we've got another, what, 20, well, we've got two, three weeks left in the window why would you just wait till the window was over and then, you know, decide, you know what, I've, we've played two or three matches already, I'm not getting the money, I'm off. Why would you do it two days before the season starts? It doesn't make any sense for him to leave unless it was so, so bad in the background that PewDiePie decided a week ago, I'm, not, I'm, I'm off. You know, before the and thing, possibly, or the Calker thing, even before the Wolf thing, he decided, you know what, this doesn't make any sense for me to stick around. I'm off. Because to leave before this, who does that? Mm. I mean, this doesn't make, this is so baffling to me that a guy would leave before this even starts over a potential player coming in and who knows whatever else in the background. To me, it just smacks up that there's something going on a lot, lot deeper. And it's a lot more than just money for, to get played. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be
2: more than that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have we still got time for that caller? Is he there? Uh, just about, I think. There we go. Uh, I really didn't want to stop you in mid-rant, Patrick. Uh, hey, right. uh, caller there. Hi, who's that? Oh, it's Andy Gray. <laughs> <laughs> that's
12: mad. Um, it's Matt. It's Al. not. It's not. It's
2: Albert. Albert. Can't believe he's done this to us. It's just ridiculous. I yeah. mean, How would
12: literally... that have been if it was Andy Gray again? <laughs> yeah,
2: again, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Have you, yeah, but the, the Sky X Sky Sports presenter. Uh, Hello Albert. Yeah. First, How are you doing, guys? Congratulations on the birth of your first child. Oh, welcome. Oh. Cheers, fellas. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sorry, that was a little bit self indulgent of whole radio, but we had to do that. Um <laughs> we know no we had to listen well, it all ties,
12: it all ties in, doesn't it? Day one of being a palace fan, then it's already gone to shit for him. And... <laughs> <laughs> that poor child. <laughs> You know, we, we spoke very we spoke very in depth me and the missus about if he was going to be a United fan or a Palace fan, and obviously I won. I'm starting to regret it now. Yeah,
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, come on, come on, let's He's not. It's
12: unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I've been in. I've been obviously been in the hospital all day, and I've got a, a text from my brother at about eight o'clock, half eight, nine o'clock. Then looks like tulips is going. Yeah. And um, you know, I put the baby down instantly and got online, and you know. <laughs>
2: It's, it's, it's. Um, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm, I'm actually stunned. (laughs) Uh, we've been. I mean, Patrick was just on a fantastic rant about how little it makes sense. Um, and that something must have been brewing for a while. But if you think about it, let's say my problem with the logic of it is that if there was a situation that's been brewing for a while, which obviously there must have been underlying problems, but it must have been something that sparked it off in the last couple of days for it to happen now and not sooner. You know, what it was,
3: Chris. what sparked it off you threatened to do a Tony Pulis impression on Twitter <laughs> and he thought I'm not having that i be off
2: at least honestly at least I don't have to continue work on that it was not going well it really wasn't <laughs> uh, Yeah. do we but, think uh, it's
12: the Will thing do we think it is because I, I don't know what article it was I read that I think it was the mail or something said that you know oh. P- P- Pulis wanted to prioritise Connor Wickham and, and obviously the door want to prioritise Will yeah, I mean I've I've literally just got back from the hospital. I stayed, stayed quite late, and I'm trying. I'm come catching up. I called in talk sport to show my, you know, disgruntlement. Is that a word? That's what it is now, mate. So,
13: <laughs>
12: when, when, you, when, when you've been up for? Seventy-two hours, and it's quarter past eleven. That's definitely a word. <laughs> <laughs> but is is that true? Is that sort of? Does that is that carrying yeah, it's, any? It's any one weight? of
2: the, it's one of the reports, but I would be really surprised if if that was the problem. Um, having said that, I mean, this are suggestions that that Tom Ince was a was a Steve Parish signing from people. I don't Steve, Steve when he was on um, Sky yesterday, he, he said that the manager decides who he, who you sign, but. Um, and a lot of people will say, "How can you sort of trust that in these situations I, I still believe that that's the the case, but I mean, what can we do what can we do has other anybody
12: things? i mean'm I'm obviously i 'm full of warmth and joy and you know over overwhelming <laughs> you know emotions at the moment, but the cynic in me, and he 's still there a little bit. has anybody mooted the idea that that you know pulist was reluctant to come in the first place? Potentially didn't see as a long-term option. Saw the one and a half million, whatever it was, a bonus for survival. Taken that, and at the first sign of, you know, an opportunity to throw his toys at the brand, has done it and and fucked um, off. So
3: that's you, exactly
5: you, you, what I thought. That's exactly what I thought.
3: Basically, I, you're accusing him of being a mercenary. Well, no. Well, well yeah, a I am. Football yeah. mercenary. Yeah, well, that's not? Tony Pullis, football. Nerd. Somebody mentioned Red Adair earlier. For those that don't know, Red Adair used to put out oil fires and um, was well known for it, but it was about 50 years ago. Yeah,
2: oh, well, good. Another reference from before before when I was born. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Another
12: Wikipedia page I've got to look <laughs> yeah, at. Yeah, on exactly.
2: the list. After every what? whole radio show, I spend my life just Wikipediaing what the, what you said and trying to work out where the joke was. But um, quick, uh, it's a really interesting thing. Yeah, so we go on
8: so a quick question um, is it true I heard a, a, a rumour read a rumour that is was Pulis do a bonus sometime soon
2: well that was that was reported today that it was the end of this month Okay, gave it to the players to shut
8: their mouth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go okay I'm saying why would you leave again before getting that bonus too you know that doesn't make any sense
2: I honestly think that when you think about what he achieved with Palace last season I think that the guy has definitely going to have immediate offers and I oh, guarantee without he's without been out I'll guarantee we know how football works, he would have been sounded out. So if he's no been doubt. sounded if he's been sounded out by something that he thinks, do you know what, I want that. I want that'd be a good challenge for me. Um, and I can get out of this situation I'm slightly uncomfortable in now, which he clearly was. He, seems- was un- he was he was hundred percent happy at Palace he wouldn't he wouldn't really go for unless it was a huge club and then it would go through the right channel. So he's obviously unhappy but I genuinely believe that he's he's
5: probably had a you know, I'm going to name day.
8: the two teams. I think it might be too. West Ham and Newcastle.
5: Yeah, we've yeah I think that's what we. I, I think uh, we yeah. Didn't West Ham? Um, West Ham making Fat Sam the sixth most highest paid play, uh, manager in the world. <laughs>
3: I'm sure yeah, but it they're is. doing
12: that. They're paying that to leave, probably.
3: Well, if, <laughs> if it is, what's what's the reception going to? If it is West Ham, what's the reception going to be like on the first home game of the season?
8: <laughs> it's going to be. No, he won't be there yet. Be, after we beat them, they'll 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 hire him. Not before. Yeah, they won't do that.
3: Well, I've noticed. Yeah, uh,
2: Charlie uh, on Twitter has said this is always going to happen. Poulos has used us as a stepping stone. It's not bad for us. We need fresh ideas for our philosophy. So there are some people out there seeing the positives in it already. And um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Albert. to say.
12: Albert. as 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 Patrick said, it's, it's three weeks. Three weeks less to bring players in. You know, you don't get your top targets. You move on to the next ones. We were never going to get Corker. The moment QPR expressed an interest with a manager that gave him his first first team opportunities at Spurs, exactly, uh, combined with the wages QPR can offer him, there's no way we were going to get him. Anyone who thought he was coming here was deluded. And, that, and, and if Poulos thought he was coming here, he's also deluded. We cannot match Q, what QPR can throw about because look what happened when they did it last time. It doesn't work. Um, and if and if he came here he'd only be coming for the money. and same with Sigerson Sigurdsson was never going to come here been at Swansea before Swansea's been in Europe for the last couple of years he was never going to come here
8: facts ever Albert and if, totally and, agree and, Albert totally agree
12: and if that's why he's thrown his toys I'm not saying it is but if that's why he's thrown his toys out the tram there's three weeks left to still try and get you know some players that he wants or alternatives I think that's absolutely disgraceful
2: I think that's that's totally fair. But there is always, yeah, sorry, Albert, we're going to let you go now. I've, that's all right. I, I don't want to. I've enjoyed having you here. But, um, be-
3: before you go out, but let me just say your life has changed forever now. Yes. Good luck, Albert. Yeah, well, after, after looking at
12: that first nappy today, yeah, I can definitely say that's right.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, mate. Well done, Cheers Albert. Cheers, guys. And all right.
12: the Brothers, she'll, be she'll, you best, will. Well.
5: Listen, I think we'll only
12: get a draw on
2: Saturday now, so uh, <laughs> chin up, here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so think I might take, right, it. take um, it. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I think I'm quite tired, so we're going to wrap this up relatively soon. Can I ask soon. a final but question, we're,
3: Chris? Sorry. No, we're not,
2: it's not a final question. We'll be on for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right, I you're you will probably get in trouble. No. your
3: misses, but go on. I'm really, I'm really, really enjoying this program because we've done it. Before we've heard any official stuff, so it's all. Conjecture. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we can say what we like, allegedly, and and whatever. <laughs> but um, why why has he waited till three o'clock tomorrow afternoon to have this press conference? Does he want all this stuff to be going on? You know, um, I I don't. Was he, was he completely unprepared for what? Did he did he not think that police was going to go?
2: CFI, you know I think. I yeah, I totally agree, Pat. That's my belief as well. I don't believe for a second. You know, obviously we did, we did speak to Stephen. Uh, he looked, he sounded a little stressed when we spoke to him, but he was as passionate and as ho- as working as ever. Obviously, he had his media appearance in, on Sky where he was talking about excitedly about all the transfers that they were going to do. He was really, really happy. I think he was in a position where he thought, you know, we're going to get these deals done. It will smooth things over with with the manager, you know, because he, he's getting a little frustrated. But I don't, I don't think for a second he, he saw it. Coming in the way it did, I think he perhaps would have would have seen that there was a you know there was clearly a, a problem in their working relationship, but 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 you know he's you know it, we know we know we know him he's he wouldn't have you know put, deliberately put us in this position I don't think I got some stick earlier on for de- for defending for, for defending him I don't know enough to, to to go on the attack to be honest so I, I think he's. Um, think the the board have earned the right to be given the benefit of the doubt until we know any different that's just how I feel, but I completely respect that there's a lot of people out there who don't share that feeling, and you know there's not only people who who are you know just reading stuff on twitter there's journalists out who who've written articles um with with detail in it saying that this is what the problem was this is and and those people are saying that there were problems in transfer policy be it who they're signing or you know whether or not the targets were being achieved or you know But some people are saying it, it was the sign you know the supposed signing of Wilf. I don't I just don't know all I know is that clearly if a working relationship breaks down no matter what the situation if a working relationship breaks down this important you've got to move on and football moves on quicker than many of us will you know in in six weeks time we'll stop talking about it because we'll have someone else in charge and we'll be supporting our team and desperately hoping we'll be picking up points every week
5: Joe I just just had a a, a thing come back to me only because it it happens a a few months after I've I've thought of something Um, but I just didn't Pulis didn't want to come to us in the first place, did he? I'm pretty sure that's what I read. I remember now reading something that we've almost had to persuade him with ridiculous money and a ridiculous bonus. No, you're right. And. Yeah. So, listen, if he has been a mercenary, good luck to him. He did, he did what we needed to do. He kept us up. He's been paid. and And to use that awful football term, at the end of the day, we both got what we wanted out of it. I think we've just got to... I mean, if the thing is now, it's, Sky Sports have announced it. Everyone's announced it. He's gone. need to look forward. Forwards. Yeah. And, and, and that's it. And, they, you know, the ball will already, already have four or five names down. You know, and I'm really hoping that Sherwood, Malky um, are, are two of those names. Yeah.
2: I, I don't, but... Uh, and I yeah, think it's uh, a, good, sub- yeah, I think go a subject, good subject to talk go on, about. Go, go um, on, I, I, didn't, I didn't rate... Uh, well, you want to go Sherwood first? Um, I just don't think he came across as a man who knew his own mind. I think he want, wanted, a, wanted too much to come across like that. Uh, but the eyes sort of gave it away, in my view. I don't want to cast sort of character aspersions on him, but I think when he but was... He did. <laughs> just out of yeah. I just think when he was challenged to talk about football at length and in detail he started to struggle I think he's probably a very good character to have around I think the, you know the players probably like him he's probably you know quite good at encouraging and getting people working and all that sort of stuff but I don't think he he has the right uh, mentality Mackay. for a manager Malcolm McKay uh, I think he's he only achieved what he achieved when he spent an awful lot of money in the championship. Um, having, having said that, I'll, I'll finish on Malcolm Cardiff. I If he was appointed, I wouldn't be devastated because I think if they'd kept him at Cardiff, he would have stayed up. But I think if he comes in, he'd, he'd want to spend a lot of money. Uh, who Odell. was Dan Odell. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, who said it to me earlier about... pop quiz. <laughs> I think it was, to, it was, to, it was Tom, uh, Tom, well, producer Tom said... Um, well, if we appoint Glenn Odell there's no way we'll be moving that TV studio to let the disabled fans back in I thought, that was, <laughs> I thought that was horrific but it made me laugh so much but that's all people remember him for We're, you know people are people are insulting us as a club now for, for losing our manager and it's just I don't know I don't want to give him another reason to give us grief really Odell's been out of the managerial game properly for a long long time and you no, know, I thought he was good as an England manager until he went completely insane. Uh, Patrick. Everything. Oh, here we go. I thought Patrick wanted to speak, but Curtis, <laughs> just, just no. <laughs> right? just no. I don't even have to elaborate. No, Patrick. Good. I'm no for all
8: of those guys. I, would, I wouldn't want any of them. I mean, I guess Makai out of those would be, his, I guess, the best of the worst. But you know what? I've been hearing a lot about David Moyes. And I'm yes. going
10: to be buying some money
8: that wouldn't be a terrible <laughs> That would not be a terrible decision. He's no. not a bad manager. He really is. No, seriously, it's... if
2: if you take if you try what the, the trouble is, every time I hear David Moyes, I think about that picture of him sitting at a Man United desk with the words <laughs> underneath <laughs> saying I don't know what I'm doing. Because it <laughs> makes me laugh every day, every single oh, day oh, at let's... Man United. When he's running, I'm off. That's the yeah. second best yeah. picture. When he's running off the... <laughs> Absolutely. And David Moyes football <laughs> genius, the Liverpool fan. I, I understand. That He's became good. a figure I, of thumb, but at Everton, he did a hugely amazing job. Did, and built, he was brilliant. Yep. He built a club, and you know what? If if we can afford him, <laughs> I would I would lo- I'd would actually genuinely say yes. I I, I'd say it now. You the matter, would you, Chris,
3: really? No, it's
2: not up to me to be honest. Would, Chris, that, would that be, be your first question? Uh, we do. <laughs> I don't know yet. We do have a call. on am go straight to that. Hello, um, and who am I speaking to? Hello? Oh, they've gone. I didn't say Chris is here this time.
3: <laughs> Chris is here. Where are you, Chris? Oh, I can't I'm believe here. that happened.
5: Uh, <laughs> Some of these people are going to be pissed. You know that. Yeah, it's pretty late. Not, not just pissed off, but pissed.
3: We haven't got
2: one yet so far, <clears> though. About it. I uh, did see. Um, sorry, what did? Sorry, what was that,
8: Patrick? I was thinking no, we haven't it, gotten a really upset caller so far, which is a good thing, right?
2: We haven't, yeah. but I think I think they probably were there. They're coming. We had an awful lot of callers um, <laughs> on while other callers were on. If you know what I mean. So, uh, right. but look, I, you know, I mean, it, we're trying to be cathartic. We're we're not going to go on forever. I think probably another four minutes will go on to well half past, and um, I dare say we'll pick this up again Sunday if, if not before, if depending on what happens tomorrow. Um, but yeah, just to sort of finish off on, I did see Neil Lennon was was linked as a possible oh, manager. Oh dear lord, please! Um, oh, no, you know, and you start to worry. You do start to think of all the out of work managers. Oh yeah, yeah. Who, many, many of many of whom are out of work for reasons. <laughs> yeah, who gets linked every time, doesn't he? Uh, was doing well out in Oz. I don't know what happened. Was happening with his second season. Whether that's even happened, but just did, did an absolutely brilliant job. Um callers, so, callers, us, call us, call us, Oh, sorry. Hello, who am I speaking to? Hello, mate. My name's Dan. Hello, Dan. You all right? Yeah, not
13: too bad. Well, uh, <laughs> not well, too bad. Uh, yeah, bit uh, well, shocked.
2: You have the honour of being the final caller today, so oh, cheers. Make it good. <laughs> I'm not putting you under pressure, but make it really good.
13: Come on, Dan. All right. Well, I'm at I'm at Tony Pudis's house at the moment, and uh, <laughs> I've been, been chatting to him for twenty minutes. Turns out, no, nah, I can't even pretend now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it, but. I have to say that Steve Parrish and all the board have been in charge uh, for years. They've made us become stronger than anything I've ever seen up since And I've supported us for 25 years now. Um, I think that you've got to trust in them. Uh, all the things that Parish was saying on Skype the other day about it's in his hands and you know, it's his choice as to who we get. We've signed an England defender today, one cap or not. He's an England defender. We've signed a striker that's a better replacement in my eyes for Wilbraham. We've signed a defender that's better than Galgadon. So we're all, we're moving in the right way. Mm. Um I think it's going to Malkin's car next and I'm alright with that. And that's about
2: where I am, really? Yeah, it, i I I totally agree. I mean you've got to you've I mean you, I don't know. It it is it was a shocking day, wasn't it? Um but yeah I, I just I don't know what to what to do other than try and move on and take the positives from it I think and that's that's the way I want to approach it
3: So the yeah. manager speak Chris, we're going to move on we're going to take the positives from that defeat. And, uh, you just Yeah, I'm putting my name in the hat now,
2: mate. That's <laughs>
13: There you go. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, it's just one of that, one of those things, isn't it? I mean, what can you do about it? All the anger and all the angst, it's not going to change it. So it won't. You, you've you've got to you've got to move on. Uh, and talking of moving on, why while you there? Um, we've just got this. Uh, suggestion in That someone has gone It's going to be Alan Pardew 100% What would be your reaction To seeing Alan Pardew coming as manager uh, um,
13: Personally yeah. he's, he's a proven Premier League manager But he's a proven Premier League manager When he's got a lot of money um, I think Malcolm Mackay's come up with A promoted team uh, That weren't that great At the time In Cardiff I mean I know Pardew did West Ham. Yeah exactly but if he gets that, then fine. But we're not going out and signing off a French team, are we? So you got to look at what we got and who can manage those players. And I think, that's where I think, now Keith's a better better shout. Yeah. Well, personally, I'd love Keith Millen to be given a try.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, Keith's the, the you know recognised by Palace fans for what he did when he when he stepped in last time. And um, do you think he's got? I mean, he hasn't obviously hasn't got the top level managerial experience, but he's been a manager. Do you think he can really do it? Do you think he can? You said he didn't, well, want he, he, he everyone... didn't want it last time, did he? So
13: what's... no. Well, well, I think everyone. The difference is that everyone talks about the team spirit and the players and the fans and about what are kind of the ethos around the team. Um, I think that's where Milan will have a positive ahead of anyone new coming in. He won't want to change things too much. The lads have got respect for him. The result results started turning around under Millen. I know Putis was obviously a massive factor, but you know, it all started with that win at Hull, which was yeah. under Millen. Um, I think that he's had a year in the Premier League with Premier League managers. He's seen how it works. Um, so I think I think things will change. You might think that now, you know, there's no one else out there. I mean, I don't know I don't quite know it's bizarre timing because Putis can't go to another job. There is no other job out there. And yes. he's, you know, rated as the Premier League manager of the year. But he's not going to be managing in
2: the Premier League, but well, I that that. I think there might be a vacancy very, yeah. very, very soon. <laughs> there will You're be probably very right. Soon, I agree. <laughs> um yeah. Nick, you wanted to chip in there and then we'll uh, we'll try and finish this off.
3: Yeah, it's um I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> I, knew it, I knew it as soon in as you in said. Joe <laughs> was writing chat. It's <laughs> <laughs> completely put me off. And I'm not going to reveal that.
2: Well, <laughs> the fact, it put me off as well. Joe has written in our chat that this bird on bog <laughs> Bog Brother is so fit. I mean, come on. Anyway. Sorry,
3: oh, and then, and then sorry that's, that's what he
2: was writing I while you were making a really salient point.
5: And I said frame. I would give it a worst 45 seconds of a sexual...
2: <laughs> I can't believe the show has ended like this. I really can't. Can you save us, Dan, in any way? Is there any way you can save us by getting us back to a point that we can end on, do you think? Uh,
13: to be honest, yeah. mate, I want to see a picture of her. To be honest, but <laughs> going I
2: give up. I actually give up. <laughs> roll, on Saturday, roll on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, roll on.
13: It. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, roll on Saturday, five yeah, thirty. Cheers, mate. what nice going to.
2: Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot, Dan. Take it easy. Bye. Bye now. Cheers. All right, I'm going to leave it there. We have, uh, like, like we said, roll on Saturday. We've got to move on. Uh, Milan sounds like he'll be in charge for that game against Arsenal. Um, same players will be out
3: there. i okay, remembered different... it now, Chris, very quickly, oh, with God about s- Milan. He's got the backbone of the team that was there. You know, how many players are still there from the Dougie era? And that's what's going to keep us going. because Garvin's still there. We've got that. <laughs> yeah, Garvin's lasted longer than everybody, I think. <laughs> <laughs> He's
5: there forever.
3: <laughs>
2: We're so close to being able to end the show with, like, an actual ending. And now, look... Like three times, you've ruined it as well. That's the thing, it's not just once. Incidentally, Alan Garvin is currently training with Ipswich and is living back that that way, apparently. Um, Producer Tom says, Garvin for manager. There you go. Um, (laughs) Okay, as I was was saying, what was that, Patrick? I'll be there
8: longer than he will. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Um, Okay, so on that, like I say, we do have to move on. Tomorrow we'll bring further information. That press conference, I think, called for 3 pm. uh, where Steve Parish and the, the remaining staff will apparently be giving some information as to what has happened and how we'll be moving on. And uh, another chapter in Palace's history will start. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much to every single one of you who called in today and has uh, contacted us on Twitter or the chat room or anything like that. And um, we are back, um, if not before, if something happens tomorrow, we might have another emergency show. But if not, we'll be back Sunday at 8pm to review the Arsenal match. We'll we'll, well, we'll speak at you then. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to
12: healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more
0: at uh1.com.